Benedict XVI has dominated the news for the past several days. When the news broke that he was leaving Rome and headed to Regensburg to visit his ailing brother, George, a lot of people in the Catholic commentary sphere, both on in video, audio, and in print format, jumped on the story and began reporting its links to various Catholic prophecies about the Pope fleeing Rome. It was helped that when this happened, it had been reported that Benedict had no plans on returning to Rome. Today, I'm going to go over the story of Benedict returning to Rome, which I hope will show the need to be cautious about the reporting of these things. Some will probably say that all that reporting initially pressured them to bring Benedict back, but let's be honest, no one in the Roman Curia is watching YouTube or reading hard traditionalist Catholic blogs. I wish they'd pay attention to us, but no, they're not. Anyway, let's get into the story. Our story begins late last week with the news breaking that Benedict XVI was headed to Germany with no plans to return to Rome. He planned to be in Germany indefinitely, and as he was photographed in a wheelchair and looking frail, this was understandable to a certain degree. To those who hold to the thesis that Benedict is the true pope and that Francis is an anti-pope, this was a warning sign that things were truly going to get bad. Even worse, a photo circulated of Benedict looking haggard, with some saying it was proof that he was, to put it mildly, being mistreated by his keepers in the Vatican. This fueled speculation of the fulfillment of various prophecies of the Pope fleeing Rome, just prior to Rome being destroyed by the enemies of the Church. And then the YouTube videos and blog articles came spreading this interpretation of events. And in a moment of pure transparency here, I'm just going to tell you the truth. I nearly had a video ready on this topic too, except when I read those prophecies, they were all preceded by obvious terrible events that have yet to unfold. Like a major war, for example. And when I say major, I mean apocalyptic. I just couldn't bring myself to script that video beyond the first paragraph of text, so I stuck to the original release I had planned for Monday and moved forward from there. Then the story broke late on Sunday that Benedict was going to return to Rome. Headline from the Catholic News Agency. Benedict XVI to return to Rome June 22nd after visiting with ailing brother in Germany. Now here's the meat of that article. Again, this is from before he actually returned. Quote, The former Pope has been in Bavaria since June 18th. He flew there from Rome to see his 96-year-old brother, Monsignor George Ratzinger, who is in poor health. The Pope Emeritus is staying in the seminary of the Diocese of Regensburg during his visit. At the time of his arrival, the date of his return journey had not been set. According to the Regensburg Diocese, on Sunday morning, the 93-year-old Benedict celebrated Mass with his brother in Lusengas. And, if the strength allows, again in the second half of the day, the diocese wrote, Benedict plans to take the rest of the day off with him. Archbishop Nikola Eterovich, the apostolic nuncio in Germany, met the Pope Emeritus in Regensburg on Saturday. On Sunday morning in the Regensburg Cathedral, Eterovich said, quote, It is an honor to greet the retired Pope in Germany again, even in this difficult family situation. End quote. That rather vanilla article got our wing of the internet to react rather, shall we say, strongly. I'll not name names or anything. Like I said, I very nearly, very nearly did the same thing. And uh, honestly, I was too tired to move forward. Call it a grace if you want. Anyway, that story continued to develop into this. Headline from CNA, again, the German edition. Benedict XVI returns to the Vatican after visiting his brother George with a flight of the Italian armed forces and after four days of Among the Memories. The Italian Air Force giving him a flyby is a nice touch here. Again, this is the German edition of CNA, and the Google translation is fairly rough, but here it is. Quote, 
a very private journey in the name of confidentiality, especially dedicated to the closeness to his brother George, that of Benedetto. But there have also been some visits to expensive places. This morning, the last visit to the home of Monsignor Ratzinger around 9 a.m. The elderly prelate seems stable despite the serious health situation. Many say that being together for the two brothers was like being medicine for each other. Around noon, the Pope Emeritus and his small retinue with the Secretary Archbishop Gonswine, the Dr. Poliska, the Deputy Commander of the Gendarmia Gioletti, and other assistants took the Italian military flight that had departed this morning from Ciampiano and at around 10 a.m. arrived in Monaco. Guessing it's uh, Monaco. At the airport to greet Benedict XVI, accompanied by the Bishop of Regensburg, the President of Bavaria, Marcus Soter. The plane landed in Campiano at 12.59, end quote. Okay, so Benedict spent time with his brother and took what might be his last opportunity to visit a few of his favorite places in Germany and apparently said Mass together. On June 22nd, a German news outlet reported that both Benedict and George were too weak to greet each other aside from clasping hands and saying hi. They spent time together knowing it was very likely the last time they'd see each other alive due to their age and health. George is bedridden and Benedict is wheelchair bound, so again, you've got some inconsistencies in these reportings, but the basic story is the same. Clearly, time draws short for both of them. An Italian reporter by the name of Francesco Antonio Grana reports that Benedict is now back in the monastery home in, Vatic in the Vatican and has been since the 22nd. The Pope's biographer weighed in on the story when it started being spoken about in prophetic tones. When Peter Sewald was asked about Benedict never returning to Rome, he had this to say. Headline from domradio.de. Yes, another German source. This is pure nonsense. Sewald had some strong words to describe this situation. Quote, Sewald speculates about a permanent move of Benedict XVI to Regensburg as nonsense. There is no evidence of such a taboo break, said the journalist of the Passeur New Press. On the one hand, Joseph Ratzinger has been living in Rome for decades, which has made him his new home. On the other hand, he has his seat there as Emeritus Pope. Rome is the center of the church, for which he wants to be there with his prayer, as he promised when he retired. End quote. Again, that's the product of Google Translate, so the language is a bit rough, and saw it while you're not seeing it on your screen. But you get the meaning. Seawald goes on to describe Benedict's desire to return with his brother and visit to the Ratzinger graves with their parents. It's pretty cut and dry, so what happened? For this story, not much. Apparently, Benedict gave an address of some kind while he was in Germany, but I haven't been able to find anything about that on the internet. If you can email me a link to it so I can have a look, that'd be great. It might be interesting to cover, and it, the uh, tip from that came from a channel patron, and he told me it's fairly modernist in its content, which, though, shouldn't be that surprising. This story, in general, turned out to be a big nothing burger, though. So, yeah, here we are, and then you gotta ask... Why did this story blow up? It did partially because, well, in 2020 and, let's see, honestly, 2019, since the Pacamama incident, it's been a pretty rough time for everyone. We're all expecting the next big apocalyptic shoe to drop, and one of the signs of that is that the Pope will flee Rome. I may go over this at some point in, the f in a future We Were Warned video, but in general, for now, those prophecies, which are numerous, all say basically the same thing. And uh, we'll just use two very short examples here, both from Pope St. Pius X. In 1909, that extraordinarily holy pope wrote, quote, What I have seen is terrifying. Will I be the one? Or will it be a successor? 
What is certain is that the Pope will leave Rome, and in leaving the Vatican, he will have to pass over the bodies of his priests. Then in 1914, he again had a vision. Quote, I saw one of my successors, by name, fleeing over the corpses of his brethren. He will flee to a place for a short respite, where he is unknown, but he himself will die a cruel death. End quote. Others all speak of a terrible war that will result in the destruction of a large portion of humanity. That's sort of an important event in the Pope fleeing Rome prophecy, and as you know, I'm a big believer that we are likely to see Alois Erlmeyer's warning come to pass in the next few years. So, if you're not familiar with those, look through my We Were Warned series for information of what the events preceding those that caused the Pope to flee Rome might look like when they happen. In closing, I'll say this. Catholic prophecy is a great thing. It is a wonderful gift from heaven that if we can see the signs of the times, we can be prepared for what is probably coming. Again, we do have free will in all this stuff. But if we get excited, we can undermine our own credibility or make a lot of us look rather silly. There is one Catholic blogger who kind of operates at the fringes of this stuff who is now getting unjustly slammed by people, and it's unfortunate because we're all supposed to be in this together. So my only advice for anyone listening to this Exercise restraint when these kind of events happen, and let them play out a little before jumping on board the fulfillment of prophecy bandwagon. I nearly made that mistake, and it's probably only by, by divine intervention that I didn't. All credit to our Lord on that one. It certainly wasn't my judgment. Let me know your thoughts in the comments, please. Thanks for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria. But before this is over, I did want to just say first thanks to the patrons of this channel. There is going to be a patron-only stream. Friday or Saturday, not sure exactly when, so watch for a message about that. Well, you should probably, you might have gotten that message by now already. I'm producing this, you know, on Tuesday before I make that decision. But keep an eye on your inbox for that. You're going to get some information on a stream that you have exclusive access to. So get your questions ready for it, and I'll go over to it, go over through it with uh, you guys, and hope to see you guys there. Anyway, thanks for your continued support, and if you want to get in on it, well, you know, there's options in the description of the video. Anyway, have a nice day, and please pray for the church.